If you watch nothing else on TV or YouTube the rest of this week, I want you to watch PBS's uh, documentary on the age of easy money. And what you're going to come away believing is that we produced a tremendous amount of debt since uh, 2008 as a part of Ben Bernanke's quantitative easing. And that quanti- and that money did not make it to the working man. It did not make it to build our infrastructure. The money basically flowed to the banks, and then from the banks it flowed to the stock market, and we screwed it up. That's what you'll come away with. But I think they're missing a point, and I want to bring it to your attention so that you can get a better understanding of what happens next. I will grant you that the last... Since 2008 to 2023, we made some mistakes, but I think we're going to correct them and you need to know about it. But first of all, this is not financial advice. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. If you watch the PBS documentary, you're going to come away believing that the United States just mismanaged their money and the banking system screwed up, and that's why we're in the predicament that we're in, that we just made easy money available. It was not spent properly. It did not uh, go to infrastructure and jobs here in the United States. It was misspent and inflated the value of the stock market. That's the takeaway from the documentary. I want to interject something for you to think about and see if maybe there's something else under play here. What I'm showing you is a chart that I've created on trading views, and I've shared this with you over the last three years consistently. And what I'm showing you is the S&P 500 compared to this blue line, and the blue line is our national debt. And in 1990, it was $3.2 trillion. In 2000, it was $4 trillion. In 2008, it was $8 trillion. In 2018, it was $18 trillion. And today, it's $31.6 trillion. And if you watch the S&P 500, you would conclude that the money just went from the treasury into the market and went into the stock market. And that's what PBS is basically telling you, that uh, the money did not make it to the people it made it to the stock market, and thus we had inflated prices. We now have some mismanagement in our banking system, uh, some uh, inverted yield curve, and that's what's causing the stock market to crash. I'd like to enter something else, but before I do that, I want to share with you this box down here. This is the MACD, uh, Moving Average Convergence and Divergence. And I just want you to look down here and notice every time the orange line goes above the blue line, what happens next? The stock market crashes. Every time the blue line goes above the orange line, what happens next? The market goes up. Look at it. It's pretty obvious. This is what we teach in our uh, trade in our Discord. Mark teaches people how to swing trade. This is not swing trading. This would be just good investment sense. So, what is it telling you right here? 
the blue line went over the um, the, the the orange line uh, right after the pandemic uh, took it down. And then you see it, it went up, and then uh, right here, it crossed over, and it, that would have been a signal right there to get out of the stock market, wouldn't it? And you would be sitting since, what was that? That was uh, February the 1st, 2022. You would have gotten out and you would still be in cash. Now, at some point, that blue line is going to cross that yellow line somewhere out in here. And that's the time to get back in the stock market. So that's a, just a side point, a lesson. This is what we teach in our Discord, how to make better investment decisions. Now I want to show you something that might just strike you as strange. What I've added to this chart is a stock. It's called Tencent. It is the largest Chinese stock company in the communist domain of China. Where did all our money go? It looks to me like we built a company in China called Tencent. It certainly gave it more oomph than it did the S&P 500. Could this be how the second largest economy in the world was financed between, it looks like here, October of 08, when quantitative easing started here in the United States? Could it be that our money, the, the debt that our nation is in right now, flowed in one direction, or two directions. The, the NASDAQ and the Dow and the S&P did benefit, but nowhere near what the Chinese economy benefited. So all the, all the hand-wringing and screaming about how we screwed this up and how the banking system is falling apart, it's all nonsense. We told Nike to go build our running shoes in China. And that's, that's the payback. So how do you move forward? Let's talk more about that. So did we learn from our mistakes? Did we learn that the money that we put in our debt, our $31 trillion, actually built another economy, our competition, our aggressor? Well, I think we did. I, I think I saw where a bill passed to help Intel build, uh, I think it's two factories to make semiconductors here in the United States. I think I saw where um, Taiwan Semiconductor TSC is building a plant in Arizona to make semiconductors. I think I saw where our, our companies, our General Motors and, and uh, various companies, are getting into the electric vehicle business. And then yesterday, I got an email from Google. Google sent to me an uh, email, and it said, you have been selected to have access to Brad, 
Well, what is Brad? Well, I looked at it. I knew what it was because I've been involved with ChatGPT and I have an avatar. I'm, I'm, I'm current on this. Well, what, what Google was telling me was they're going after Microsoft's and entrance of ChatGPT. And what did that mean to me? It meant that what is happening is the benefit of the last 40 years of collection of data, which is dominated by Apple, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, and Facebook, are is all is going to pay out in in spades. And what do I mean by that? I use ChatGPT to basically answer any question I have right now. I did a video on Netlist and and my recognition that Chuck, the CEO, was building a trust, a property trust, it was called. Uh, and and I so I rather than go to Google and ask what is a property trust, I went to ChatGPT. And ChatGPT uh, gave me an answer. I asked another question. I asked another question. And I came to an understanding of it. Now, back in 1998, if I had wanted to do that, I would have had to call a lawyer. I would have probably had to have spent what, three, four hundred dollars to get the answers that ChatGPT gave me for free? Is, is that a, a advent of AI and big data coming together to make my life better? My, my, my father-in-law left me, uh, or left Nita, a coin collection. It has something in the neighborhood of 2,000 coins in it. You know, silver dollars down to pennies. And I've been organizing it, putting it in boxes and, and little capsules. And, and I have recognized that it's what the difficult part is to determine what is the value of this 1872 silver dollar. So I bought a book, a red book, and it gives me a range in prices depending on the, cir- the, the circulation condition or the pristine condition of that silver dollar. So I have to kind of make a judgment to what that is worth. Well, what if through ChatGPT or Brad, I was able to take my camera and take a picture of that that silver dollar on both sides and then it would evaluate the the value of that silver dollar and tell me what class it was it it goes from like 20 to 60 and then what if i could attach that spreadsheet that i've created and and have it go to eBay and every time any silver dollar was sold it would update my uh, my spreadsheet what if that was possible it is it is and and on ChatGPT all i have to do is say hey chat uh, build me or create me the algorithm or the program to, that will go to eBay, come back and tell me what my coin collection is worth, the all 2,000 coins on a minute-by-minute basis. Is that possible? Yes. Will Brad be able to do that for me? Yes. Will that make my job to evaluate my coin collection a lot easier? Yes. Will it make 
the whole world of fishes? What if we then take what I just explained to you about coins and talk, did it relative to this genomic disease that I have? It's called, uh, what is it, demanders contraction. And I had an operation on it, and I learned that this is because I'm a Viking. I'm a descendant of the Vikings. What the hell does that mean? That means that the Vikings were a bunch of rowdy guys who built ships and then went out and raped and pillaged the country, the rest of the world, unlike any other civilization. And as a result of that, they they basically picked up the diseases of every country that they came back to, came back, made babies with their Viking women and then created the disease that is in my hand. It's a digital, it's, it's, it's a genetic disease. It's the same reason why us Vikings get heart disease and, and cancer. And what if now with all this data, what I learned there, what, what if the, the data that they got from me when they operated on my hand went into Brad and Brad created a program so that any doctor anywhere in the world could learn from my situation, could know that the Vikings caused this and then analyze that disease. And then they could take that knowledge through 23andMe and feed it to the doctors and then create a program that would stop the overwhelming heart rate death. Again, a genetic disease, 2,450 people die a day in the United States as a result of heart disease, followed by cancer, 1,632 people die a day in the United States from cancer. What if the same data that updates my coin collection can update the medical world? What if then when a, a lab technician in Des Moines, Iowa, comes to a conclusion that if you put this molecule with this molecule and this molecule, you get this result. And that was available through Brad and ChatBPT, and pharmaceutical industry could find the answers to our problems much faster. That's what's happening. That's what's happening right now. 40 years of data, actually, 200 years of data is now coming to junction with ChatGPT and Brad, and it's going to change our world. So what do you do? You invest in the people who have the data and then are developing the programs and the, the uh, semiconductors that's going to make disease leave our bodies, that's going to make my coin collection update instantly anytime somebody buys a coin on eBay. That's where we're going. So with that in mind, I'm okay with the stock market. I know I have to own Apple, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, NVIDIA, and Facebook. I have to own those companies because they are going to take Brad and ChatGPT and evaluate my coin collection on a second-by-second second basis. Huh. Is it now clear that, yeah, we screwed up. We bought our tennis shoes, our, our, our running shoes from China. 
But Apple has built three plants in India. Now, Elon better get his ass out of China. The world is going to correct this inflation, this this, uh, interest rate problem within the next six months. So forget about it. Look beyond your nose. Look at what is happening. Look at what's happening to my coin collection. I'm going to do the same thing with my whiskey collection. It will tell me that there was an auction in, in, in New York at Sotheby's and my Pappy Van Winkle 2008 bottle sold for $52,000. I'll know that instantly because of Amazon's AWS, Amazon Web Services, because of Microsoft's Azure, because of Google's whatever they call theirs, and the 40 years of data. And we're bringing it all home. We learned from our mistake. Okay. I hope that gives you a bright sunshine in your life. But go watch that PBS. It's on YouTube. It's on PBS. And understand it. But also understand nowhere in there did they show you a chart of Tencent or Baidu or Alibaba. That's where our money went. We just got to correct it, and everything will be bright and sunny again. Okay, that's what I want to help you understand. I want to help you understand what's happening around you that's going to give you an opportunity in the future. By the way, the coin collection, so far it looks like it's worth something over $50,000. So if your grandfather, like my father-in-law, was born in 1911 and went to work before he graduated from high school, and every week when he got his check, he went to the bank and cashed his check, and he said, give me $5 worth of coins. And he went home to the kitchen, sat at the kitchen table, and sorted through the coins and created a history of coins, back to the 1800s, and then he passed them on, and now I'm sorting them and finding the value, and I'm using technology to give me an evaluation on a minute-by-minute basis. Is that going to create efficiency? You bet it is. That's what you've got to look forward to. So invest where it's going to happen. These are wonderful days. Do not allow Squawk Box and CNBC and Fox Business beat you down because you are at the prefaces, at the pivot point of the investment opportunity of a lifetime. Whether you invest in coins, whether you invest in liquor, whether you invest in whiskey, whether you invest in real estate, or in the six, the big six stocks. 
I'm Kerry Grinkmar. I'm a retired financial advisor. I love sharing my knowledge. I read an article that Warren Buffett reads six hours a day. Kerry Grinkmar does the same damn thing seven days a week. And then he researches and he shares with you. Warren doesn't share with you every day. I do. So what do you do? Subscribe. Come join our our Discord, subscribe and, 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 and enroll in Mark's course and understand the MACD. And investing will become very easy. Whether you want to do it on a long-term basis or swing trading, it will become understandable. Why? Technology. Don't ignore it. It's going to make you a millionaire. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. You can bet on that. Music.